0: Back to the Power Stroke Tech Talk Podcast, everybody. This is number 37, and we have yours truly, Mr. Cody, and our special guest tonight, Mr. Chris Young. Um, for those of you that can't watch us on YouTube Red, make sure to check out the mainstream podcast apps: Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, and all those other good ones. Um, Today, tonight, we're going to talk about something that Mr. Chris and I have in common, and it is uh, been quite some time, almost 20 years ago, yikes, um, that we attended the local community college here in southeastern Michigan, Henry Ford Community College, and there is a program that we both attended, uh, sponsored by Ford Motor Company. Uh, not uh, is that correct? Would it be sponsored by Ford Motor Company? Yeah. Yes,
1: it's it's uh, called a it's it's called a a partnership between colleges, Ford Motor Company, and Ford and Lincoln dealerships.
0: Yeah, that would be the more correct uh, way of saying it. Uh, but it's called the Asset Program, and uh, it is a two-year. Um, Uh, program, as he just explained, uh, a partnership, and you actually come out with an associate's degree in applied science. And what we wound up doing was we went to school for eight weeks and went to work for eight weeks at our sponsored dealer. And, you know, we in school, we'd learn about brakes and electrical, and then we'd have to go to work and work with the technicians that did brakes and electrical. And we kind of apply what we learned in the classroom setting and, um, you know, take that into real world. This is it. Down Mm -hmm. to the nitty gritty. Um, And I actually sat behind Chris. He sat in the front row and uh, it's kind of uh, funny. Now he's actually teaching the program in the same classroom, same uh, shop, same uh, lab uh, that we uh, got taught in by a uh, coach who uh, was Gary Hines at the time. And it is something that has really set my path, something that has set his path. And there's some other asset kids, that, uh, kids uh, guys that, um, that we still keep in contact with that are at the dealer. Some are not Uh, all both uh, uh, are all majority. I would say are in the automotive industry still. Um, But, you know, I think, I don't think that a lot of people know about asset and I think it is a really good stepping stone for those guys, you know, who, I don't want to say used auto as a scapegoat, because it was the easy easy class, but I remember that in high school. Um, but for those dudes who want to keep going in the automotive industry and maybe not, you know, I don't really want to do the school and type the papers and have reports. I mean, we did have to write a couple of papers. I know you remember. Just um, just a few, just a few. Um, but it was it was um, a really good program that I think is well worth, uh, the money and time. And now he's teaching, I'm 20 years deep at the same store, uh, that I started asset in. And, um, you know, it's really, uh, it's been a ride. It's been tough, tough, and there's been some downfalls and then there's been some up and it's really been a learning experience cause you start off not knowing jack Diddley, and you're gonna fail then you're gonna get up and conquer again it's it's I learned today I just learned today on, a, on a, just when you think you have these six sevens wrapped around your hand and you know everything about them you get what this thing came back it came back again it came back again I'm embarrassed to even talk about it ah, I'm telling you, it, this stuff is tricky. And sometimes you have to get back to your roots and bust out some of the books that we actually got in class, advanced diagnosis. Okay, what am, I, what am I missing? I conquered it today. So I really feel good about that. And that's why we do it. And not only am I with the content that I'm making, you guys see, um, you know, it's, uh, kind of greedy to myself to keep all this information to myself where, you know, if I can help others try to keep the best truck on the road or the best vehicle brand on the road <clears throat> at minimal cost, I mean, sometimes you're going to have to go to the dealer. Um, but there's a lot of guys that just can't get into a store. Don't trust going to a store. And it's like, I just want to do it myself. Um, I have to pass that knowledge on. And Chris, he is doing that to this next generation of technicians. Um, And um, I don't know, Chris, what, what, how many kids you got in the class now, the same amount of kids you, we had before when we were in there.
1: Yeah. You know, we, we start with, we start with 24, you know, full class is 24. Um, I think coach back in the day probably started us with, more than that, probably twenty-seven, maybe.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was almost near thirty. We had a lot yeah. of kids in there, a lot of a yeah. lot of guys in there. When I keep saying kids, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking down <laughs> like they're kids we, now.
1: We we were kids, but um, you know, within a few weeks, people start to figure out if it's really what they want to do. And um, you know, I had one guy drop out after two days. I had another guy drop out after about two weeks. Wow, um, you know, so they they figure out once we start to go through the, once we start to go through the first part of the basic material in the first couple of weeks whether or not they're really interested and whether or not they're going to be committed, and you know you lose a few over the first semester and the second semester, so right now I'm sitting at eighteen.
0: Well, I think maybe having. Now, a smaller bunch of guys, maybe. I mean, I know we got COVID and stuff going on, but, you know, I remember coach, you know, we just had so many guys, you know, different stations. And it was, I remember coaches, you know, bouncing around from group to group. And, you know, maybe with the COVID experience, maybe having a smaller class or, you know, even when you're getting into the stations you know, maybe having that would be a little more given time to, you know what I mean? Just having a lot of people.
1: When you, when you got less people, you have more time for each person to be hands-on in the workstation. So, um, you know, I think it's a better, it's a better learning experience for those students. And it's, um, you know, it's more time that I get to spend with each of them, Uh, You know, not necessarily individually, but more time that I get to spend with them, even as a group, because I have less groups uh, than if, you know, than when I start out with 24 or more students.
0: I think the curriculum that we had, and it was hammered on brakes, hammered on electrical and then you know, the next semester or, or whatever, the next round of classes like you're doing now, you're doing an HVAC. And I remember going back in the lab, we're doing engine and we had to take we had to take uh that four cylinder. What was it? A one nine we had to take apart. Yep. Was that a bunch of one nines? Yeah. Yep. And we had to take it all apart. And I can't remember. I mean, I think yeah, it would have had to have been a, a class semester that we were there and we had to take the engine all apart and had to plastic gauge it back together to know what this is, what we're doing. Um, because back in the early 90s and early 2000s, I mean, we really rebuilt stuff and like we don't really do that anymore It's we're throwing a short block in it or we're replacing a long block because something hit the cylinder head or whatever but it's we have to know how to do it and I can remember thinking back <laughs> we're going to start this engine is this thing going to run <laughs> boom it fired up I mean it was smoking a little but I remember it, it firing up and it was just that you know, that anticipation. And then I remember, you know, being out of school and then thinking back, okay, I'm going to start this engine up. I just put it in this time. I'm getting paid right now, <sighs> you know, like that, that, I mean, I, I really cared about what, what was about to transpire if I turned this key and the repercussions right. of what could have not been, right if said parts weren't installed correctly. It's a learning experience and I remember reflecting back and and you know thinking back to asset like when we uh, I remember coach he said when we were learning how to take tires off and the proper way to tighten lug nuts if we had five lug nuts or if we had four and I mean, I know it sounds silly, but being a novice at the time, we had to draw the pattern of how you would take the lug nuts off and we'd have to go and show them and have to initial. And we'd go do something and I remember we'd have to come back and do it again. And it was like the repetitiveness that he was trying to drill in that I'm trying to drill in to keep doing it over. Like I'm teaching you to take this off this way. The next time we do this, I am expecting you to do this the same way again. Don't do it differently. Just, just do it this way. And he'll reflect like, oh yeah, I remember. It's that that I remember doing. It's like, you know what? I liked Asset. I remember having fun you know, it was a change. You weren't going to school, you know, and getting bombarded with classwork and, you know, you were in a shop, you know, you're in, you know, what would you say? We were like half the morning we were up front and then the other half of the morning before lunch, you know, we were out in the shop doing workstations or whatever. It was like, we weren't stuck behind the tables all day, you know, got a different environment. And then eight weeks later, because you go to school 8 weeks, you go to work 8 weeks. Now you're able to actually make money. So going to school help offset the cost. Now you're learning with a tech that is certified in whatever areas, every area and yeah. you're clocked in. You're able to make money and semi support yourself through through college. So For dudes, I mean, I know a lot of guys that are probably listening to this aren't uh, in a high school realm, but I mean, you don't have to be in high school to partake in the asset program. It's really, if, if you're wanting, if you're wholeheartedly wanting to learn how to work on ford products not just diesels or power strokes or or the the fleet vehicles side of things all ford vehicles all ford systems the asset program may be your avenue and i don't monetary values are going to be different for everybody else but competitively i mean it's Really not that bad, really not that bad. When you look at a four-year college or a uh, uh, two-year non-hands-on program, how do you learn? You wanna learn doing all this? Some people can't do that. You have to learn with your hands. We as technicians, sometimes we can't see that bolt. And I know everybody who's listening, You're working on something on your six, seven. You can't see. Now you're feeling, you're seeing with your eye, you're seeing with no eyes, you're seeing with the tips of your fingers. Like you can't teach that. You can't teach that in school. You can't teach that by writing down. Chris, you got guys in the shop. You're given instruction, the finesse to pull out a center stack. Break it now. You don't so, want to do that out in the field because the customer's gonna be mad. Either you're gonna eat it or your dealer's gonna to have to eat it. Whatever. But it's it's the the finesse it's the pull, it's the disassembly, it's it's you know being gentle, taking care, noticing you're inside the vehicle that this isn't a, a lug nut or a tire or a brake drum. This is a piece of thin plastic, you know. It's um wouldn't change it. I would recommend it to everybody. Um, I mean,
1: most, most of the, um, schools that have asset around the country are going to be a two year college, you know, um, there's 39 of them around the country and we're the, we're the only one in Michigan. Um, And most community colleges will get you through the entire two-year program, you know, for somewhere, you know, it depends on your location in the country. Um, You know, some areas of the country have higher cost of living and higher expenses in general, but, you know, generally speaking, it's going to be about 15 grand for the whole thing.
0: That's better than UTI, too, so...
1: What was what was the what was the UTI cost? If you don't mind me asking,
0: uh, I don't know. I my dad worked for UTI, so uh. I paid a hundred bucks for the lab fee and went through it. So that's why I went well, UTI route.
1: You get you got a steal.
0: Yes, a steal. A steal. I think UTI is like twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand with Ford Fact, and for another six months you get an associate's degree. It's well worth it. Because now I'm sitting here screwed, needing a bachelor's degree for going to the next level for me. So, yeah, yeah, so totally. now, I'm, now I'm scrambling to find a way to get a bachelor's. <laughs> Schooling. This is just a stepping stone, I mean, asset. I mean, um, I haven't uh, continued any of my education. Asset was the last uh, educational uh, stop for me. Um, continuing to learn all the time. There's been many classrooms uh, that I've taken just through Ford Motor Company to up, get updated on, you know, different products or different systems that, um, you know, maybe coming up specifically the hybrid stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know. Asset. I'm not looking back. It was, uh, it was it was it uh, was I met a lot of got a lot of got a lot of great dudes, uh, whom whom of which I still talk to today. Uh, and it, it is really uh, funny to me being Chris's classmate that he's teaching it. That's awesome. And uh, uh, I'm real proud of you, man, because that's uh, I would have never dreamt seeing the back of your head that you would have been turning around facing the same class that uh, classroom that we were, we were sitting in. Um, yep. what, uh, what do you think, what do you think is the average or maybe not average? If all your, your kids, your kids, your, your class, your, your pupils, how long are you seeing them? Cause this is not your, your first asset class. Are you seeing them stay at the dealer? when you go back and visit if you have somebody else are they still you know people who graduated the class are they still in in the field
1: yeah I've got a, a lot of guys uh, this is gonna be my well, let me think about this um, this is my fourth asset class now yeah Man, good for you dude that's awesome and that's awesome there's guys there's guys from my first class still out in the dealer
0: good good You know, good. not all of
1: them some of them have, some of them have either gone independent or um you know gotten jobs elsewhere like jacobs or um you know contracting with ford or you know some other some other position but still in the automotive industry um but there's a lot of them still in the dealer doing really well.
0: That's awesome. Which is what
1: you want to see. You know, that's, that's what, for me, that's what I want to see is I want to see these guys get out of this program, be able to walk right into a job, making good money and, and be successful. You know, seeing them be successful to
0: me is awesome. hmm hmm I, I would feel the same, the same way towards the asset kid that I had, uh, uh, Nick, and him going through the same program not seeing his confidence he knows he's not having confidence and just the you know like the the, the panic you know just like oh my god how am i how am i going to do this more certified than me nice ass toolbox doing quality work real proud of him um has his own house just got his first super duty like i passed on to him everything that my mentor taught me and what he learned an asset what he learned from himself his on-the-job training to see that passed on that's the same 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 thing you see with all the kids like you had just mentioned but uh, for me just personally just because i had the you know him i don't have asset kids all the time uh and see him he's doing it every day every day grind, doing the same same thing and and the confidence and his ability pull it and do the you know dang you just busted this I'm like wow just think back man 10 years ago think back eight years ago that's what it's about and It's so, 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 so important. I see it with people who don't have it. And it's the foundation. You can't, you can, but you just really can't walk into the dealer and just start working. I mean, you can by all means, but I mean, they're going to want some sort of experience. They're going to want to know that you're going to be an investment that they can pour money into. Are you going to be able to deliver and make money? Are you going to be able to, to carry your own weight? Asset being a great, great foundation, you're covering all aspects of the vehicle front to back. You're in the classroom. You're out of the classroom. You're at work. You're back at school. The foundation is so important. I think about my foundation, and I'm very grateful for my mentor, uh, who was an asset graduate from 1990, and he was in the game. You know, uh, when I started working him with him for 10 years after he'd been on an asset, and here I am out of asset, survived with Chris we went our separate ways still in the automotive industry i'm still cranking it out the dealer and 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 you see the the path that chris has um uh, decided to take and dumping that knowledge back into these next generation of of techs like like i was saying it's so important to get good quality techs out there because it's all the time i cannot tell you how many times i probably say 95 percent of the emails that i get or i can't i can't trust this tech i can't trust this the text over here at this dealer at my local dealer oh, i can't do this. I these texts over here like what is going on you know what they're lacking is probably the foundation the foundation is so 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 important and out of those how many um uh, what was the numerical value you said for how how far at or how many assets are in the United States? You said 32 or 39. Country, 39 in the country? Yeah. You have 39 places. Um, what a search? Asset.com? Is that uh, Jubal new, Asset? Newfordtech.com. New, new Duh, I should have known that. Um, Newfordtech.com. <laughs> Um, out of all those 39 places, I mean, there's gotta be one, a community college that's offering it near you. And if you're thinking about, you don't have to be young. If you're uh middle-aged and you, for whatever reason, wanna start working on, on vehicles and wanna know everything about them, you gotta check out the asset program because I had fun, I had fun. It wasn't that expensive, it only took two years.
1: Two, two classes, two classes ago, I had a guy come through who was, uh, in his early thirties, you know, married two kids and decided that, you know, even though he had to come to class for eight weeks and he was going to lose out on those hours at work, that it was going to be the fastest path for him to get all of his certifications.
0: Wow. Good for him.
1: And he came, he came in and he was my, he was my number one top student. That's excellent. Um, you but see, know, he, did, he did awesome.
0: He had a drive. He had, yep. some, he had that fire underneath. And it's only a matter of time before the younger people have to start feeling that fire you know, on, in their life for responsibilities. But um, that's good for that individual, for, for that young man, because you know, he knows that he's going to miss out on those hours at work. But knows the needs for these certifications because the more areas Chris that we're certified in I can work on I can get paid on trans I can get paid on rear axle I can get paid on electrics I can get paid on ABI. if you're only certified in brakes well how are you going to do engine repairs (laughs) if you're not certified in transmission how are you going to do transmission repairs not only Do we have to be, because we're in Michigan, I don't know what the other criteria is in in the the continental United States, but we have to be certified by the state of Michigan in the allocated areas. If I'm gonna be doing electrical work, I have to be certified in electrical. Um, And um, if I'm gonna be doing warranty work for Ford Motor Company, I have to be certified in category number 34. Yep. If I'm going to be doing any diesel work, I have to be certified in category 52 and 51. Everybody, 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 if you're doing trans, if you're doing brakes, if you're doing rear axle, because it's in there, if you're doing interior work, if you're working on power strokes, and you guys know, because all I do is have electrical issues. Everybody has got to be certified in electrical Everybody, everybody, everybody. If you're going to be certified in brakes, you have to be certified in electrical. You have ABS circuits. You have to be certified in electrical. Electrical is probably the most, probably not like certification or I don't know. Did you, I remember.
1: I think, I think people, I think people are, are afraid of electrical, uh, probably second behind being afraid of automatic
0: transmission. You're not going to get electrocuted if you stick your finger in the 12 volt socket outlet in your car. You're not going to get electrocuted. Just don't do it on the 400 volt. Trust me. (laughs) Um, Trans. I don't really like trans, but electrical. I like the way Ford teaches electrical, they teach it in a good manner. It's easy to understand. How well, speaking I that's, of that, that's I, I what wish most
1: people are afraid of.
0: I wish we had it. I wish we had the wiring diagrams that they have now, back <laughs> then. <laughs> right? Dude, oh my gosh. I if anybody from Ford is listening to my podcast and you're listening right now, I want to say whoever is over there making these wiring diagrams, you guys have it on point. Like the hyperlinks, the colors, uh, uh, it is so much better. Like when I have to go back and unfortunately <laughs> reference some circuit on a 6O and have to be remembered by these awful wiring diagrams, I'll much gladly go to a 1967 and navigate anywhere you'd like to. You guys got it unlocked, so keep up the good work on that, and it makes learning these complex systems that much easier because i'm sure now chris can implement some hyperlink click uh in his curriculum to you know hey all you gotta do is click on the little fucking edit uh you can click on the blue hyperlink and take you right to the information that you need so you're not fumbling around or wasting time looking for something that you can't find Um, But navigating, obviously, the publications is something you really can't teach. You just gotta have them do it. And oh, that's not in the area. That's not in the right spot. Go back. You know, go back, go back. I remember being on the computers and what was it? FMTs. That CMTs. Was it
1: CMTs? Yeah, on the CDs. Remember, you had to take the CDs home.
0: Oh man. Gosh, that brings back memories,
1: dude. You had to do the scenario at home, then you had to oh, save it on a three and a half-inch oh, floppy disk. Oh my god. You had to take it back to the dealer and put I it from in the stars god,
0: terminal. Oh my gosh, all about that. That's a long <laughs> uh-huh. time. So they we don't have nothing like that no more, right? Like everything's just all the stars mm-hmm. number on on I, yes. mine was all digital, so well, we did it all on the computer. Yeah. Web-based trainings and f, f, f F-CMTs. Yep, and some some of
1: those CMTs were hard.
0: Yeah, they were the scenario ones. That's right, they were scenarios. Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> oh my, I think I'd want to take a state break test over that. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm sure it's come a long way. Um, but I do. What was coach's requirement? Was it the same as yours? Didn't we have to have? four certifications before we graduated well no back then
1: we didn't have to have any i i changed it because he he wanted a, he well he wanted everybody to get a certification but he never made it required i thought he and did i've made it i've made it required so that it's part of their last semester co-op grade they have to have four state certifications really or don't pass good for you
0: okay okay so they
1: have to have some because they're gonna have to get them at some point so it's better if they get them while they're in the program and they can walk into the dealer and hand them that certification
0: where's my stall at yep. right excellent that's um that's something and, and we
1: just did because we're doing climate control i just had them do the asc 609 test and uh Every single student in the class got their 609 certification through ASE. Really, so they can all buy ref- they can all buy refrigerant now in in containers larger than two pounds. Because <laughs> without that certification, you can't buy a thirty pounder of R134a. You got to buy the little one or two pound cans. Really, or they won't sell it. They won't sell it to you.
0: Do we have a a, a um? I can't remember what Austin was saying. If did did you guys have an alignment machine there? Oh yeah. In that back, is there the the dyno lab still there? Or was the dyno lab? Oh yeah, we've got now we've got where so
1: the room that you remember as the engine lab is all dynamometers now. So it got split in half. There's a chassis dyno in there, really, and uh, and another engine dyno. So we got two engine dynos and a chassis dyno. Nice.
0: I don't think I remember. Yeah, I
1: want. I was. I was in the middle of putting together a, a an asset dino day, where we were going to invite all the former asset students, going back however far we could go back and find records for, and you know do like an open house and do a dyno day. Whoever wants to put their car on the dyno can bring whatever. Way and put cool. It on the dyno. Way cool. And then you know, and then COVID happened. So Eight, now that now that yeah. stuff's starting to open back up. That you would know, be gonna, that would be pretty cool. Try to do yeah. Try to
0: do a car show and a dyno day. I know my uh, following has there's a, a great handful of them that have been been reminding me that we need to um, do a meetup talk trucks. This has been. I don't know, probably going on for the last year, but this freaking COVID, man. Hopefully this is all ending very soon uh, with the restrictions that are imposed on on all of us. And, you know, it's kind of a, a drag, really, when you think about how the experience and asset has been uh, compared to ours, not just ours, but the last, you know, prior to covid because um, right. because that 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 real hands- on you know hands-on training going you know uh, you're right next to your 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 classmate and you guys are taking notes you like, hey you know what, what wait what do you what do you got I mean it's it's that that whole shop experience it's it's why. I don't like being in the house. I'm in a shop all day long. I'm in a gr- I want to be in a gr- I want to smell the fuel, I want to smell the cars, I want to smell the dirty tools. It's 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 not just going to school for 2 years. This has slowly been an immersion I have fully immersed myself in my field. This is everything I know. This is all I know. And I'm giving it uh, 100% of, of my time. And, and as I was saying in the very beginning, unfortunately, I've had a truck come back four or five times for the same thing it's awful to talk about and it's a fleet vehicle. And I feel bad. I genuinely feel bad because this truck, the headache that it's caused, I can only imagine if my 2020 was like this and I had to bring it in and back and with the customers, you know, I'm, he's telling his buddies, you know, I got to bring this truck back into the dealer. They don't want to go through that. And I, I emphasize, empathize for these people um, But I don't know everything, and I'm only capped at what I can see. I can't see something that's not there at the time, even though it may be there, and I just can't see it. But I kept persevering, and the best part of it is the customer's been totally understanding. It could have been worse. The customers could have been zero to 100 real quick, but their understanding they got extra trucks um and we figured it out um it wasn't just myself multiple technicians helped from uh the hotline and we were able to get uh, the truck back on the road 100 percent um have my problem corrected and i just have to keep road testing it by the end of through through the end of the week but you know Coming out of the asset program, does not make you the number one Ford technician? You know everything. It's the foundation that asset is giving you. The, The steps that Chris is telling you how to properly connect these two wires with solder. You're gonna think back when you're underneath the dash and it's gonna connect these, you're gonna it's gonna come time to connect these wires. What are you gonna do? You're gonna see Chris over here in class, and then you're gonna see, do I just butt splice or electrical tape? And that's gonna decipher whether or not you're gonna be an A1 tech or a, a sleazy tech. And the sleazy techs are the ones I always hear about. The sleazy techs are always the ones of the trucks that I see and bolts and stuff ain't even where it's supposed to go. I know where everything's supposed to go on these engines. Everything. Every clip, every bolt, every harness, every twang, tag, nipple, titty, everything. So, I'm very adamant about returning these vehicles back to the original state that they came in. And as you go along in your career, I mean, I can remember (laughs) breaking stuff, unfortunately, but you learn a certain level of, I don't know, Cody, what would you say? Not finesse, yes, finesse, but- Finesse, yes. When I talk about stuff in my videos, and I'm telling you guys, I'm inside the interior, right? and I have my little quarter drive zip gun, and I'm telling you guys, I'm gonna tighten this bolt, but remember, it's not a lug nut. Do you understand? Like, don't, dude, it's not a lug nut. Just tighten until it stops, man. You learn. You learn the strength of your tools. I can remember starting off and my, with, I was working with my tech, and we had to replace a fuel injector on a 302 valve Taurus. It was like a 0102 <laughs> Taurus. It was the front bank. I think it was the middle one. And for whatever reason, like I started the one fuel rail bolt, no problem. But the other one, like, all I can say is that I remember it wind up crooked. It wound up crooked. And... It didn't want to go in anymore and like, I remember looking at it and then my tech coming over and was like, dude, what the is this? Uh, 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 uh." Like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I remember how we felt. I remember what he looked like. And um, I just kind of wanted to run away. But I didn't forget, (laughs) I remember what he had to do, and you know what, the next time I had a bolt mess up or break or start getting cocked or something, it's that on-the-job training that I remember when I was in school at the dealer, I messed this up, and when I was on my own, boom. I re—I still remember today. I remember what I was doing. Those some of the things that stuck out in my head. First time I busted my knuckles, right on an E van doghouse doing them rear spark plugs. Like, oh, why would I watch where my knuckles are? Like, I—I I wouldn't think about that. I no, I took me the one time, and I never did it again because I remembered. Um, it's uh down memory lane, asset, baby Huey, <laughs> Joe. A um, couple of our classmates um, actually work for GM um, at the uh, proving grounds. Didn't stick with Ford, kept with the GM, um, or were were at the dealer, but. Uh, wound up taking uh you know a better opportunity with with General Motors and I mean asset again was a foundation <clears throat> not just for the Ford vehicles, but I mean if you're gonna be working on any vehicle, preferably Ford um I mean it's really a basics for for any automotive. I guess really. I mean, it's why
1: don't, why don't you want me to kind of give them my, I can give you my background and like how I got into it. You know, there's people might be thinking, you know, like how, how do you end up here? You know, take it away. So when I was in high school, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I ended up my sophomore, junior and senior year at a private high school because I got in trouble in public school and my parents sent me to private school and we didn't have an auto program
0: you bad boy
1: so uh, I was good at we had a. I had a business accounting class my senior year and I was good at business accounting and I ended up going to U of M Dearborn in a four-year business accounting degree program and you know one semester in I got like a I don't know like a 3.5 Three five or a 3.6 GPA second semester I just I decided I absolutely hated it even though you know even though I was good at it I hated it so in the meantime uh, the job that I had I worked for a buddy of mine who had his own lawn mowing and landscaping business and we ended up mowing a guy's lawn that had a 76 Maverick grabber sitting next to his garage and i needed a car and he sold me that maverick for 1200 bucks so i had this black two-door maverick somebody had taken the original it came with a 250 straight six somebody took the 250 out and put a 300 f-150 straight six in it and uh um you know i thought this thing was awesome but I didn't know anything about cars. You know, it had a steering wheel on it that was about this big <clears> and no and no power steering. And uh, um, my buddy and I decided one day, we were like, well, you know, it's old. We should probably put a new carburetor on it. So we went to the parts store and it had a, you know, it was a 300 straight six. So it had a single barrel carburetor. So I went and I bought another single barrel carburetor We took that one off we put this one on didn't know what to do with it you know we just started to turn in screws until the thing would actually run so you know it was running and i drive it for a while i got a job delivering pizza and i would drive it around delivering pizza and uh then on my way to on my way to school one day when i was still at at u of m um all of a sudden I just got all kinds of steam pouring out from under the hood and uh, it would hardly, you know, it just kept slowing down. It kept going slower and slower and slower and eventually it wouldn't move and shut off. So I ended up letting it cool down. It was apparently it was overheating, which I didn't know at the time. And I got it to start back up. I drove it home. It was terrible the whole time. and the next day my dad and i walked outside we opened up the hood my next door neighbor kind of wandered over to see what was going on and we opened up the hood and there was coolant all over the driver's side of the engine compartment passenger side of the engine compartment was dry as a bone and we fired it up started revving it up and all of a sudden coolant started shooting out of the oil dipstick tube oh no which oh yeah which was on the driver's side of the engine compartment so um we shut it off pushed it backwards into the garage at my parents house and i got my dad's little you know like little handheld craftsman toolbox out and just started taking it apart and i'd got out ziploc bags and masking tape and i labeled where every bolt came from and i'd set them you know take all the valve cover bolts out and set them off to the side you know and And, you know, I didn't even know all the right terms for everything I was taking apart, but I would write something that would, you know, that would jog my memory as to, you know, where they were supposed to be. And I took it all apart and I, you know, not knowing what I'm supposed to be looking for either and got the, got the cylinder head off and started looking down the cylinders. And there was a a hole through the middle of number five piston. You could see all the way down to the, you know, all the way down to the crank. Whoa. So... Uh, I went and got a piston, I got a set of rings, I got a set of bearings, and my next door neighbor, who worked for Ford at the Livonia Transmission Plant, came over and helped me change the piston without taking the crank or the you know block out of the car. Uh, we snuck the bearings in and got it all back together, and then he left and said, go ahead and put the rest of it back together. So I put the head back on, but I didn't know that you needed to torque the head bolts, or oh. torque them in a pattern. <laughs> so, I got I got the little 3/8 ratchet, you know, out of the toolbox and I just, you know, tighten 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 and you know, it fired up and ran, but it only oh, yeah. lasted for it only lasted for about 3 days. And then it was blown steam again. So
0: hmm.
1: I did about 3 head gasket jobs and I was like, man, there's got to be something wrong with this engine.
0: That is so
1: fucked. <laughs> <laughs> And I, was, and I was at the parts store so much that the cashier was like, you're here so much, you should get a job here. So then at least you can get a discount on all the parts you're buying. Right. And so I ended up, I got a job at the parts store. And then uh, I started going to Henry Ford in the regular auto program. Um, then I worked at the parts store for a little while. And then a job, a job posting came up in the newspaper back when you used to look for jobs in the newspaper and uh, at the Mitsubishi dealer in Plymouth. So I went and got a, I got a job at the Mitsubishi dealer. They hired me as a, as an entry level, like helper tech. And I was still going to Henry Ford in the regular auto program. And I learned all kinds of stuff working with, there was an ASE master tech there named Ray, who was awesome. Um, You know, he, he fixed all of that Japanese stuff And like old, you know, going back into the seventies, you know, the old Nissan Datsuns and, um, you know, people, people would come to that dealer for him to fix those cars. And, uh, you know, I, so I had the opportunity to learn a lot from him and then business got real slow and I would take a nap in the middle of the afternoon on top of my toolbox, um, you know, got to the point where they, they flipped me to flat rate, and there just wasn't enough work for me to make any money. So I got a job at a scrapyard from a, a guy that I knew. So I worked at a scrapyard for about six months. And that's a whole nother learning experience. You know, you want to learn how to take stuff apart, you got to go work at a scrapyard.
0: Do it with a crane. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> You know, my first job at the scrapyard was, was, Hey, we need the front half of this Astro van. So here's a Sawzall cut it behind the B pillar so that they can trim it to where they need to weld it to the back half of an Astro van. And as I'm doing that, the guy that's working next to me who had about four teeth, his name was Harvey. I don't remember remember how long he was there, but long time. But he was he was cutting off catalytic converters because every car that brought, that got brought in, you'd have to cut the converters off, drain the fuel out of the tank, you know, get all the aluminum stuff out of it that's gonna go in a scrap bin. You know, there was a whole process. And he drained the fuel out of the tank on this vehicle by taking a pickaxe, <laughs> punching a hole in it, and then catching the gas in a couple of five-gallon buckets. Cool. And I like it and then like he <laughs> then he, he put the buckets he put the buckets in the back of the bay and then he got the torch out to cut the cats off. What the fuck? So, Oh yeah. Right. So I'm on top of, I'm on top of this Astro van with a saws cutting through the roof and I'm watching this guy and he's cutting And as he's cutting. I can see the sparks from the torch are getting closer and closer to the buckets. You know, like every time he moves the torch, the sparks are like getting, you know, they're three feet away, two feet away, one foot away. And then he lands a spark right on top of one of those buckets. And it was just like, just flames to the ceiling. And he didn't even notice. He just kept cutting. So, oh yeah. I had to yell at him about three times. Harvey. And he just keep (laughs) cutting, cutting, cutting. Like he's ignoring me. Harvey. Finally, he looks at me and he goes, he like, looks at me like, what? (sighs) So, (laughs) so I just looked at him and I pointed at the back of the bay and he looked and he saw the fire. And then, you know, he like. Drop the torch, still torch is still lit. So he drops the torch on the floor, runs to the back of the bay, picks up the bucket, and goes running out the front door, splashing gas all over. So there's a whole Jeez, trail oh, of fire out of the bay. Eats, oh
0: my God. It
1: was it Harvey, was crazy, Harvey. It was a crazy first day at the scrapyard. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, so this guy at the scrapyard, you know, he knew I wasn't going to work there forever. You know, he said, you can work here until you find a job somewhere else. So I ended up going and applying at what was at the time, Sessy Lincoln Mercury Volvo Mazda. And they had two stores. The one that I applied at was in Ipsy and they had Lincoln Mercury Mazda. And the one in Ann Arbor was Lincoln Mercury Volvo. Um, They said, we'll hire you, but we want you to do assets. And I didn't know anything about asset, even though I was already a student at Henry Ford. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't been really paying attention to, you know, what else was going on at the school. You know, I'm just in my classes, you know, doing my thing. Um, so I went to the college and I talked to I talked to coach and, um, you know, got all set up so that I could get an asset way back when and. You know, now looking back at it, you know, asset, asset, like you've been saying, you know, teaches you the foundations asset teaches you the, uh, it teaches you the process. You know, it teaches you the diagnostic process better than I think better than any other training program that I've seen out there, you know, and I've been trying to over the years now, I've been trying to incorporate that process Into a lot of our regular auto classes, you know, because even if these guys in our regular auto program aren't going to end up in a Ford dealer, they're going to end up
0: somewhere and they need to know how to diagnose stuff. Um, There's no computer, everybody that's listening. There is no computer that just tells us what to fix. (laughs) The computer gives us a code. We have to know and figure out how to navigate the workshop manual to look up the code. And then decipher the information as to why the code set, and then decipher and digest all that data. So foundation and the processes. Gosh, I cannot tell you how much that isn't so important.
1: Yeah. And you know, I think that my my experience in asset was awesome. You know, I had two guys that I worked with at the dealer. I worked, we had one whole side of the shop between the three of us and one of them did auto trans and the other one did pretty much everything else, but mainly electrical and drivability, you know, the real like difficult to, difficult to diagnose electrical and drivability. You know, there were other guys that did electrical and drivability, but if it was, you know, even a little bit hard, it went to this guy. So I had two awesome teachers in the dealership. I had an awesome teacher in the program. And, you know, by the time I graduated from the program and went on my own, you know, I think my my first year out of the program, I was making over 50 grand a year myself on my own, you know, so you can walk out of a program like this if you, you know, if you're dedicated, if you're dedicated, you, if if you're you, dedicated very correct, very. you do well, your your heart is in it, you know, you can walk out of this program into a full jo- full-time job making great money, and it just goes up from there.
0: Just because you graduated asset doesn't mean you're going to be making that money. Right. You have to make something of it. Everything yeah. that you learned, everything that you reflected on with your mentor that you're still gonna be able to, but that was you know at your your eight week work time. Dude, it's time to shine. I think my biggest thing was like when I think back to my mentor is he kept a log of everything he did and every time we got done working on a job you know every every day we wrote a date every job we did we wrote the ro under the date brief description of the vehicle just give me a year and what it was i'm not talking about color and if it had chrome wheels I, i don't care just tell me what i was working on maybe a brief description of the part what'd you do pcm Reprogram. Engine. Just write engine. And then how much you got paid. And then I added who wrote the order. Every 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 single one. Except for a couple of oil changes, because it was it's that's piddly. I don't know, whatever. Every job. And when it came time to go on my own. I was already in this. Okay. I wasn't like whoa, okay, what? Oh man, what what's what's wait, what's going? what's going on? I am so thankful that basically here's my pocket. Hold on to my pocket. Let's go. I'm glad I held on because when it came time to go on my own, I, you know, what my tech said, I work with him, work with him, work with them, work with them. He comes in one day and says, all right, doesn't say nothing to me. I, not, not, I had no clue. Hey, so you think you can handle this? I'm like, yeah, man, you going on vacation. Where are you going? I'm putting my two weeks in. Oh. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like... Oh my, I remember the anxiety I felt like, oh my gosh, these six O's, oh my, these six leaders, what am I going to do? Oh my God. Uh. Man, I didn't have any choice but to go do it. Like it wasn't easy, man. It's, it's not going to be easy. It's hard. Like diagnosing the stuff, it's hard sometimes. It's not easy. Other times, gravy. No-brainer. Boom, 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 boom. Figured it out. ESPs. Other other times, man, I just don't even want to look at this truck. As much as I love these trucks, I don't even want to look at this truck. 207F. But you know what, though? Like, when you find the problem, like it's the best high, driving the truck, and you are so 100% confident, the problem it came in with, it's been here a bunch of times, you've figured it, you've conquered, you've learned, truck comes in, doesn't start at least starting you figured it out you're yes i mean you're not like doing that on every job but it's just that sense of accomplishment and you just put it in the fuck, put it in the put it in your hat put it in your pocket i'll never forget this one i write it down or a problem child one I'll make sure to put like asterisks and stars and underline and, and make it so it stands out because there's been so many times that I have reflected back to my log and like, man, I know I had this truck, man. I said, what time of year was it snowing? Was it last year next year? Here it is right here. I replaced right here. I pulled up the RO and I found the splice and it was the same wire as the truck I'm working on three years now later. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I have this record. Never forget. Just those weird, off-the-wall jobs that we encounter. And then sometimes you get the occasional cat or squirrel up in the fan. And there's really nothing to diagnose because you got blood and guts and a broken belt and fan. And pretty much just got to replace everything that's nasty and busted. But it's, um, I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I like it. You've been on both sides of the fences now uh, as a technician, now a teacher. Do you think you get the same reward, the same satisfaction as you did when you were fixing the cars as you're doing now, teaching these kids, teaching this next generation?
1: Well, I think, you know, for me at, you know, at this point now, when, when I get that satisfaction is when I see these guys out there doing well, you know, like you were talking about Nick, you know, when I see guys like Nick out there doing awesome that I know, you know, came through, came through my class and, and, you know, worked his ass off and, you know, was a hundred percent in and he's out there. You know, tearing grindin, up, grinding, grinding, yeah,
0: grinding. You know,
1: that's to me. You know, for me now, that's that's what I love to see. And um, you know, I I think that that's the best. That's the best thing is these guys out there making a living, being a productive member of society,
0: and absolutely, it's a trade having. Having a, a trade. good life, you know. Good life. It's it's um, provided a good life for me and my family. Um, it uh, is slowly taking a toll on my body, uh, but I I mean I I generally I genuinely like what I do. I don't like the headache that's surrounded with it sometimes, but. You know, I suppose you're going to get that everywhere. It's just, uh, I guess it's a cost of doing business, I guess, really, because it's going to be, be everywhere. You see there yeah. when I think back, like, is this really what I want to do? I don't know what else I would have did. High school was Auto. Auto out of high school it was auto. And now all my life is auto. And I just want to keep talking autos. Trucks. <laughs> Trucks is what I love. Power Strokes is what brings us all together each Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday. We have a have a pretty big community growing. And uh, you know, tonight I wanted to talk about assets the general consensus of what asset really even is. Do you even know what asset is? Have you ever heard of it? Um, if you're not familiar with it, uh, stop through newfortech.com. check out asset. If you are in the southeastern Michigan area, uh, you can reach out to myself or Chris. I'll get his uh, info here in the description. And, Let this be your next career uh, choice uh, or your next education stepping stone um, because not only can you use this uh, as a stepping stone to get your bachelor's degree. This is a two-year program that you come out with with an associate's degree in applied science and you can't get a bachelor's without a stepping stone in the foundation which are the fundamentals here that we're gonna learn an asset, that you're gonna learn an asset, that we learned an asset. Um, Make sure to check us out on those other mainstream podcast apps like I was telling you guys in the very beginning. I do have some shirts, some stickers. If you guys wanna get on the bandwagon and show some love, um, make sure to reach out there in the uh, email in the comment section and let us know what you guys think. If you want to get hooked up, check out asset. It's done me, right? It's done Chris, right? And it's doing Cody, right? Thanks so much for watching everybody. Chris, thanks for stopping through preaching about the asset, preaching about the new Ford tech, preaching about the next generation of what we're trying to do. And uh, yeah, Cody, thanks for having me. We'll catch you guys all next time. See ya.